This is Wiffer Karen, and I love listening to Will Write for Wine. Oh, yeah. This is Wiffer Mac, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Hello, this is Wiffer Kim from Colorado, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Yay! Hi, this is Wiffer Lily, and I'm listening to Will Write for Wine. This is Wiffer Don, and you're listening to Will Write for Wine. Hello, this is Wiffer Melissa, and you're listening to Will Write for Wine. Happy anniversary! This is Wiffer Wayne, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. This is Wiffer Ambroise, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Hi, this is Wiffer Pimp, my mixer Pam, and you are listening to Will Write for Wine. Take it away, girls! Thank you, Whiffers, and welcome to Will Write for Wine, a podcast about wine, writing, and song. But mostly wine and writing. This is Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Samantha Graves. And tonight's show is a surprise for all our Whiffers out there. Surprise! We got off our butts and actually did a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, us! Yay! (laughs) And in preparation for the National RWA Conference in July 2009, this show is all about conferences. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, and trust us, we've seen all of those. (laughs) How many have you gone to? Oh, God, I don't know. I lost count at a certain point. I think I've gone to like seven. But yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. But that's all later in the show. Lonnie, what wine are you drinking tonight? Gosh, it's been so long since you've asked me that. I it know. just makes me so happy to hear those words. Well, I'll tell you what I'm drinking. I am drinking a Fetzer Chardonnay. Mm. And the wine notes on this are a crisp, clean wine offering lots of bright fruit, layers of flavor, and lots of smiles for our fans. Oh, how cute. They had me for they had me up through layers of flavor. I was reading it and I was like, Oh thank God, there's no toast. Mm-hmm. There's no saddle leather. Oh yeah. This is fabulous and they're like and lots of smiles. And as soon as they did that I was like, Oh no. yeah. You know? Yeah. The wine writers they just really need to get together. They need to have a conference, is what they need to do. Yeah, maybe and then they, they do. need to have a workshop at the conference about just writing normal stuff and not yeah. No no saddle leather. Yeah. No smiles, no weird Grass, soil, dirt, dead bodies, nothing. Yes, exactly. So anyway, the website is www.fetzer.com. That's Mm F-E-T-Z-E-R.com. And, um, you know, it's nice. It's a nice Chardonnay. Mm -hmm. It's a tad sweet for my taste, but just a tad. Well, it's all those smiles. Um, the smiles it's are all sweet. those smiles yeah. just make it really sweet they give you give you those cavities but it's definitely good and those of you who enjoy a sweeter wine than i do i mean you should definitely like it i also like a chardonnay to be a little more oaky you know mm. but that's like a personal taste and if you don't like more oaky wines i think you'll really like this one i just myself prefer to get hit in the face with the oak mm. which is really a bad imagery there <laughs> boom in the face with the oak but anyway so overall it's good it's just not exactly to my personal taste it's um 13 alcohol and yes, that did factor into my decision to buy it. <laughs> I was pulling out bottles. We, I moved to Ohio. I'll get to that later. I'm in Ohio now. And the grocery stores here have, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to cry as I say, have wine sections I'm, in the grocery I'm stores. just beyond jealous. Because oh here in New York, you have to, you can buy beer, you know, uh-huh. and wine coolers right, 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 right. in the wine grocery coolers, stores. Which is yeah. like 2% alcohol. Yeah. You might as well be drinking fruit juice. Yeah. But you can't buy <laughs> wine. It's all about the alcohol for me. Um, yeah, I know. And it really sucks. And, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't had wine in the grocery stores uh, since I lived in Arizona, which was over 10 years ago. Ah. So, um, you know, to me, to go in and have wine in the grocery stores, I was just like, Lah! I was like, hallelujah, chorus. And <laughs> the angels sang. It was wonderful. Um, but anyway, it's about $10 a bottle, which is really mm-hmm. not bad. Yep. You know me. I like my cheap wines. And so my rating is going to be four glasses. I mean, it's really good. I think a lot of other people would give it five glasses. 
glasses just again. Mm-hmm. I like it a little less sweet and a little um, more oak. So Cool. Sounds like I would How like about it. you? Now, what are you drinking? Yeah, I think you probably would. Actually. Yeah, I probably would. I am drinking a white table wine from New York uh, Finger Lakes. Ah. Yep. Aurora. A-U-R-O-R-E by Bully Hill Vineyards. Oh, Bully Hill. There I you go. I love Bully Hill. Yep. It says, this wine is a sensationally... Oh, a sensational sweet white wine with luscious mm-hmm. fl- fruit flavors and a clean finish. Oh, that's that it. Sounds nice. Yes, mm-hmm. that's it. It's like thank yes. you, thank you, <laughs> thank you for wine notes that nice, I can actually use. And, and I bought this wine based on those wine notes. Hey, Seriously, see? I know. Yeah, there you go. No metaphors, no crazy stuff. I Absolutely. Know. I'm like, fine. This is exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, uh, let me see. Oh, uh. Website is on the bottle. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Ah, www.bullyhill.com. That's B-U-L-L-Y-H-I-L-L.com. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just could get that last little bit out. <laughs> it is 11% alcohol and $8 a bottle. Actually, it was seven ninety nine. Awesome. So Awesome. Awesome. $8 a bottle. You I are know. fucking the cheap wines, I baby. Am. I am. Well, you know it. what? The white wines are a lot cheaper than the red wines. I'm finding. Really? I'm finding. Noticed. Yeah, really? I'm finding. So interesting. I, it's it is sweet, um, but mm-hmm. I do like my white wine sweet and very cold. Right. I love mm-hmm. the finish. I love the wine. Love the vineyard. I give it four oh, and a half beautiful. glasses. It is a perfect summer wine. Oh my god! And you're giving a higher rating than I am. I know. It's <laughs> so like... usually I've had enough wine by the time the show starts, and I'm like five glasses. <laughs> No matter how bad it is. But uh, yeah, tonight I was late. I was cooking dinner. I haven't had as Mm -hmm. much. So yes. Well, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you're enjoying your wine. Yay. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. All right. (laughs) Well, now that we've gotten later. Mm -hmm. Oh, are you there? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yep. Just for a second. We're on Skype. We're we're here. We're here. here Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now that we've gotten that taken care of for the second time, we're a little rusty. Yes. We are a little rusty. Yeah. A little out of practice. I know. Uh, it's time for our PSA. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hello, this is Sam, and this is your friendly neighborhood PSA. Lonnie and I drink wine on the show, sometimes a little too much wine, but we don't drink and drive. We don't drink and mow the lawn or try to shoot poison darts at someone mowing the lawn, even if we really, really want to. We don't drink an online shop, except for that one time, and I still don't know what I'm going to do with 50 pairs of pantyhose. We don't drink and dance, because we couldn't dance before. We don't drink and yell at our family, usually our family yells at us. So yes, we drink, but we do it safely for ourselves and for others, and we expect you to as well. Thank you. Welcome back. I'm Samantha Graves. And I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And since it's our show and it's been a long time since our last podcast, which kind of sounds like a confession to me. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Forgive us, Whiffers, for we have sinned. It's been seven months since our last podcast and we've been very, very bad. Or good, you know, depending on your definitions of good and bad and what constitutes a sin. And now this is getting really complicated. Far too complicated for us. <laughs> Anyway, we decided we would catch you up on the world of Lonnie and Sam, mm-hmm. and uh, we should have Mac do an intro for us, don't you think? You know, we really should. Yeah. We really I mean, should. Mac, go get on that. You have another seven months to make it. <laughs> 
Well, and in seven months, we may actually have something else to talk about. So, hey. You know, we might. <laughs> it's been kind of a crazy, you know, year for us being off the podcast. We have I been uh, cluing everybody in. But anyway, so why don't you go ahead and start and tell us what's new in your world? Okay. Well, for the life of me, I, I can't remember if I told you all this before, and I want to thank Metapause for that. <laughs> but I sold a two-book deal to Berkeley as C.J. Berry. Yay, C.J. Berry books. Yep. <laughs> um, I am writing dark, urban, contemporary shapeshifters with a super high body count. <laughs> and I am having so much fun uh, with this oh, book. Oh, God. Yeah, mm-hmm. very excited. It's, going... well, it's a fabulous book. I've read the first few chapters, and i got to tell you guys, you're going to love it. Oh, thank you, thank you. It is a <laughs> trade size paperback, and I have mm-hmm. an awesome editor, Kate Siever. Mm-hmm. who I've wanted to work with for a very long time. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. The first book is just about done. So uh, <laughs> so life is good. I'm very happy oh, about that. That's very happy. awesome. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also, um, Out of Time by Samantha Graves is an RWA Rita finalist in the single title category. Yay! Yay! I don't want to get too excited because I know that sometimes we can be shrill. I have seen those notes on iTunes. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying not to scream, but oh my God, I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited that you got this. Well, and you know, this is my first finalist nod. And I, I, you know, know. I've submitted like six books or something like that. So, And it's insane that you haven't like just not been nominated, but won every single one of the books are fabulous well thank you They're but so you know good. it's a contest i mean you know how they go know. you know so. i know i know but i'm very excited and i'm very excited to yeah. be a finalist I'm, I'm not going to win but i'll be i'm very very okay. proud first and of all you don't know that and finalist. i didn't think i was gonna win i didn't write a speech and i got up there and i sound like an idiot so at least you got a speech though right I haven't written it yet. I've just thought okay, about it, right. you know, in case Everybody I was... told me to write it, and I was like, I'm not going to win. I'm not going to sit there and write a speech and get myself all excited and then end up losing well, see... I'm just gonna lose. And then they called my name, and I was like, la, 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 la. <laughs> I had no idea what I was saying. <laughs> well, oh, and I know, and I am, like, so bad at that. So, I mean, just to cover myself so I don't get up there right. and just, like, mm-hmm. either pass out or say thank you and leave, right. um, mm-hmm. which I've been known to do. So, um, yes. yeah, <laughs> I, I will write something down. But Absolutely. but then you feel like you know what do you do with it after you lose? I mean, do you, you gotta like hide you get it? Drunk and forget it's in. Well, your you gotta like purpose. hide it in the trash or something because no, you have somebody one of the whippers. Said, Look have at this one of the whippers be on <laughs> on speech duty, and then if you lose, then while you're all getting drunk at the bar, then like Jill comes in, grabs your purse, takes a speech out, and you never look at it again. Just one of the whippers. Okay. will have you on on speech duty. Okay, that's so good. that afterwards, yes, exactly. And so everybody, I am so excited about this Rita Award. I am so miserable that I can't be there to. <laughs> cheer so everybody is gonna have to cheer like twice as loud to make up for me because i am so excited and you have to take pictures because sam has an amazing dress and she's i know i mean that was like the big coup Mm -hmm. of the year i'm more excited about the dress than the two book deal because you have no idea how hard it is to find a gown (laughs) that looks good i it's like winning the lottery the odds are far Mm -hmm. worse than selling a book 
So I anyway, know, you got one. Yes, that's <laughs> fabulous. I'm so excited for you. So um, anyway, so I'm getting back to me because you know it's all about me. <laughs> is that the um, the reason why I'm not going to be there is something that I kind of already dropped the bomb in the A block is that I moved to Ohio. Yeah. Recently. And yeah. So we're moving here and we're settling in and we're you know hanging out and it's it's really loads of fun. We're having a fabulous time, but um, unfortunately because of everything that's been going on, I've just been too busy and there's no way I could make it to DC. And I'm really, really, really bummed because not only are you Rita nominated, but one of my best friends in the world, Little Miss Anne Stewart, yes, is uh, is the you MC. know doing that. And oh my God, and I've seen she's emceeing the event, yeah. And I've seen some of her costumes, <laughs> and this I'm telling you right now is going to be the best Rita's ever. Oh yay! Because I'm the last the category. <clears throat> oh my God, you're gonna have such a You have yeah. no idea what Chrissy has in store. Oh, for you. awesome! I'm sorry, Chrissy Anne Stewart, the same. Yeah person but anyway yes oh my god I've seen some of it it's just fabulous mm-hmm. so anyway so that's very exciting also you know in news for me yes um I have recently sold um a three book deal to Jennifer Enderlin at St. Martin's Yay! for a romantic fantasy um book and um and I'm really excited it's, it's a very fun book that I've been having a good time with I've been working on for a really long time mm-hmm. and um I thought that my career was over and I was never going to sell another book <laughs> and then luckily Jennifer Enderlin was like no let's give you another shot so we're going to be doing that and I have to pick a new name so that's one of the things that's going on at the forums right now is everybody's picking a new name for me because mm-hmm. I'm going to start fresh and start over and do all that so um anyway you go on to the forums at uh, willwriteforwine.com slash forum to join in the fun mm-hmm. with naming Lonnie. Yay! And you know what's going to be really interesting? Because, you know, I've got all my names. Yes. And now you're going to have names. So yes. next time you guys hear the podcast, it might be something like CJ. CJ Barry. Yeah. It might be like CJ and. And, and Sophie Lucy March, who knows? Yeah. Right, CJ exactly. and Sophie. Oh, I kind of like that. CJ and Sophie. CJ oh, that kind of works. It does. That kind of works. I like it. <laughs> Sophie Jones, baby. That's actually the one that's in the top yeah. run. Like, everybody's voting for Sophie Jones, although some people don't like Jones. And other. I love Well, anyway, Jones. go on to the forums yeah. and you can join in and give me your opinion, because God knows I don't have enough conflicting <laughs> opinions right now. And, but, uh, and I've yeah, read so. the proposal for this book, and you guys are in for such a great read. So run, run to your local bookstore when it's out in 2010, and maybe we'll <laughs> even do another podcast in 2010. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Actually, I will be handing it in in 2010, so it'll be on shelves in 2011. Ah. And then the world ends in 2012. Oh, I don't true. know if you heard about that with the whole Mayan calendar thing, because that's going to be insane. So rush to your bookstores now, because you really don't want the world to explode, and you're going to be like, oh my god, I didn't read the book, you know, so. Yeah. 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 All right. That takes care of that. Yeah. Next up is This Week in the Forums. Yeah. Which, um, usually we have the big intro from Mac mm-hmm. um, going in here, but unfortunately, my backup drive died. Yeah. Um, right before I moved out here, and so I lost, like, uh, uh, luckily, I have all my pictures of my kids, thank God. Mm. I backed that up on another drive, but um, but I lost the uh, the Will Write for Wine, the source files, yeah. so I don't have that anymore. Yeah. So, Mac, you know, go ahead and get on that. you got seven months yeah. to get us a new or- This Week in the Forums. <laughs> That's right. Or, or if you've still got the file. <laughs> yeah, he might still have the file, so send it to us. <laughs> That's right. right. Okay, well, this week on the forums, the hot topics were a Whiffer party at RWA National. There's mm-hmm. going to be a Whiffer gathering, so anybody going. Oh, I think everybody had to give Jill the yeah. information already, yeah. so forget it. If you haven't signed up, then. <laughs> it's too just, late. Well, no, it's I'll not too late. Never too late. 
You can always weasel in. Yeah. Um, Sam gets a UK radio gig. Yeah, Sam that was, was fun. Um, was interviewed on a British uh, yeah. radio station, which is very cool. That's cool. Um, Nathan Fillion in a kilt, and who doesn't love Nathan Fillion? Oh yeah. In a kilt or in a kilt. otherwise. Yeah, really. Or <laughs> exactly. anything really. And yeah. and we were sending healing whiffer vibes to Pam, mm-hmm. <laughs> your mixer Pam, my 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 lovely Pam. Yes. And um, she's feeling better now. Yes. And the PBB PBJ PBB literally. <laughs> Again, once again in English, the PBJ sandwich bowl. Which was very interesting. The sandwich bowl. (laughs) People have very distinct Mm -hmm. opinions about how you're supposed to put a sandwich together. I'm just saying. Yes. 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 It's very. It was very funny. Big stuff. Highly controversial. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And removing duct tape, Mm -hmm. too, which you mentioned. Removing duct tape for Um, nefarious purposes. Not not that I know anything about that, but, you know. (laughs) So uh, check the forums for all the details on the Whiffer Party and all the other cool stuff that we talked about. Excellent. And now it's time to take a short break, Mm -hmm. and we'll be right back. Hey there, everyone. Lonnie here. I know we talked to you guys a lot about your drinking, and it occurred to us that you might be taking it personally. You know, it's Friday, you tune into the podcast, and then you get lectured about when to drink and when not to drink, and how you never, never should drink and drive, you know, or drink and fuck your eyebrows, or drink and operate complicated audio editing software you can just trust me on that last one. And it occurred to us that we might be giving you a complex by how much we talk to you about it. You know, like there's something wrong with you when really there's nothing wrong with you. We just don't want to get sued. I mean, not that you would sue us, dear whiffers. Of course you wouldn't. You're strong, intelligent people who can take responsibility for your own actions and choices and who are probably too drunk to find the lawyer section of the Yellow Pages anyway. I mean, let's face it. But you know, there's always one whiny D-bag in the crowd who ruins it for everyone. So really, these are not PSAs so much as CYAs. Still, all that lecturing can, you know, really sap a person's confidence after a while, and that's no good. So this is to reverse the effects of all the lecturing we've been doing for, you know, 60 episodes. You are really smart, and so pretty slash handsome. Hey, we got boy whiffers, we gotta take care of them too. I love what you've done with your hair slash car, and I have to say, the way you've been doing your makeup slash shaving, I guess, takes like 10 years off your looks. No, I'm not just saying that. Sam and I were talking about you the other day, and we really thought that you looked like you've lost weight slash gained muscle. You rock. We admire you. There. That 10 seconds should totally make up for years of undermining your self-confidence. So we're even Stevens, right? Great. Thanks for coming back with us. I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And I'm Samantha Graves. And this is Will Write for Wine. Yay. I haven't said that in so long. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, tonight, in honor of the RWA National Conference, which kicks off in Washington, D.C. next week, we're going mm-hmm. to talk about conferences. What to do, what not to do, and what you should be ordering at the bar when you both do and not do the things you do and not do. Say that fast five times. I'm going to kill you for writing that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's get rocking on this topic. Let's start with conferences in general. Sam, what's the benefit benefit of going to a conference? Well, you know, I started thinking about this, and and I just kept typing and typing and typing. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm so excited to go. It's been... I, there I, are a lot of benefits. I know. There really are. And I think it's been a year or two since I went to a conference. So, so I'm very excited about this one. But I think one of the top things is networking. There are right. over 2,000 attendees at RWA National every year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Fewer at smaller conferences, but still just as important. Mm-hmm. Um, you have editors, agents, buyers, librarians, booksellers, book distributors, book buyers, and media. And they're all there for the same reason that you are, because we are the writers. Um, Our stories make the writing world go around. So bring your business cards and hand them out to anyone who asks you for one or offers you one of theirs. Um, Mm -hmm. Make friends and influence people. (laughs) The next thing I had on my list was hanging out with other writers and friends. Oh, that's huge. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Chatting with people just like you, priceless. Right, because nobody's as crazy as we are. Oh, no. no. Plus, all my friends (laughs) are there. Only people who understand, right? I I realized a while ago that all my friends are writers, and Mm -hmm. and we rock. You know, they're really fun. (laughs) It's really Mm -hmm. fun to hang out with writers. They're just really a a fun group. Mm -hmm. Um, My next reason was getting away from the family. (laughs) (laughs) Again, priceless yes it's great to roll your family vacation into a conference but remember that you will be busy from 8 a.m to midnight for three to four days straight (laughs) and if you try to bring your family you will not get the full benefit of the conference and that is what you should tell them absolutely yes uh, the next thing I had on my list was the workshops. Uh, mm-hmm. Workshops are typically available for all levels of writer, from novice to New York Times bestselling authors. There are anywhere from three to seven workshops running concurrently at any given time. Most are recorded, and you can purchase them later if you miss them. But uh, be sure to attend any publisher spotlights because uh, they sometimes are not recorded. And, mm-hmm. um, and there you'll get a chance to ask questions and get some inside information and really see who the editors and the publishers are. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. The next one I had was free books. They hand them out <laughs> like candy. <laughs> They do. You have to, yeah, you have to have the free books. Yeah, yeah. Leave room in your suitcase to bring home a few. I leave the rest for the hotel staff. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, The next one I had was editor and agent appointments. Uh, This is possibly the only time you'll ever be able to schedule a face-to-face meeting with your dream editor and or agent. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying. Yes. But so is this whole business. So get over it. (laughs) It's very true. Yes. (laughs) Award ceremony. Hey, yay! Like, yay. like what? Like what? Like, what's like the maybe award the ceremony? Rita. Yeah. Like, and yeah. Who's, who's nominated? I know there's somebody I know who's nominated this year, but I just can't remember who that might be. Who is that? Is that Samantha Graves? It could Proud be. Time it could be. It could in be. the best single title. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> if you're lucky enough to have a manuscript or book final in a contest that announces their winners yay! live at national, mm-hmm. you are in for a treat. It's mm-hmm. again absolutely terrifying but it's it's really it's really fun it's and very you know what? exciting it's, with the rita it's more fun honestly the most fun is in being nominated i it mean is. i know that sounds really lame but i mean the winning you're like oh my god what am i gonna do and then you I got know. a statue you gotta deal with but like when you're nominated <laughs> like they make a big deal out of you all week long it's awesome i know, I know you get that statue and you're like okay is it gonna make it through security and they're gonna know. have make me ship it or they i gonna, forgot you know... mine i left it in the i, I swear oh. to god <laughs> 
Trinidad Farrar was my roommate that year, and she will never let me live it down because she. <laughs> I left the hotel without my statue. The next morning, we packed up. And she's like, "Where's your I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I'd completely forgotten because I am a complete loser. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. and when here's you a little win, tip: no one will yep. let you forget. If it's a, if you are nominated, prepare a little something to say. Yes. Otherwise, yes, you'll end up like me and walk too. up there and say thank you and leave. And you know, no, I that's mean what that's I okay. Did. You'll but, have yeah. a speech. Yeah. No, I went up there. I don't even know what I said. I was like, "Thanks, this is great. See you later. Bye." You know, yeah. <laughs> anyway, and, keep going. Yeah. And if you win, <laughs> celebrate. And yes. if you don't win, celebrate. So Absolutely. Being nominated is the best thing. Yeah, and it, it really is wonderful. And, and you get treated you nicely not, really and everybody comes up mm-hmm. to you and says, oh, you're nominated. I mean, it's cool. It's so it's much really fun. Cool. Yeah. And it's exciting. And it's all the fun without the pressure. And it's still fun. I don't know. I, I had a, as much of a great time being nominated as I did the year that I won. Mm-hmm. So, Yep. The next one is cost. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, it is pricey, but don't forget that you can deduct your travel, food, registration expenses on your taxes. Keep your receipts. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The book signings. If you have mm-hmm. a book out in the past year or so, you'll be attending a signing with a lot of other authors. At National, mm-hmm. that's upwards of 500 authors in one place. Oh <laughs> Not only is it a lot of fun, you get to see all your writer friends in alphabetical order. Right. So, and your yeah. favorite authors, too. Like, people that I you know. just admire that you never got a chance to meet. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's wonderful. I mean, we all have those squee moments, you know? So, right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Also, many of the publishers will have their own... Um, their own signing events for their for their authors, which is also a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. The next one, well, the last one I have is the parties. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of parties. If you have an agent, <laughs> you'll get to do something with him or her. If you have a publisher, you'll get to attend the publisher parties uh, for their authors. Mm-hmm. And if you have more than one publisher, you get to go to a few. Yes. Um, party. There's a party after the award ceremony. There's parties for the Rita and Golden Heart finalists. The bar is there's... a party every night. Yes. <laughs> with strangers, but they won't be strangers oh, by yes. the end of the night. That's Man, right. I've met some wonderful people in the bars that I'm still friends with. Yeah. Yeah. There's this woman named Diane mm-hmm. who I bump into at my first <laughs> conference. My first conference was in New York in 2003, <laughs> and I bumped into her then. And then everywhere I went, I saw her. We were at the yeah. bar hanging out, and we just became like. Like big buddies, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's some people that you know are there, and you can never find them. So who knows? Right, exactly. I yeah. know. I What's know. It's that? crazy. And if you're lucky like me, you get to go to a whiffer party. Yay! Yay! Very I excited. Know, I'm so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the good stuff, Lonnie. What's the drawbacks? Right. I'm the negative Nelly here. Okay. Anyway, the drawbacks are financial. Definitely. I mean, these conferences can set you back a pretty penny, which is a big reason why I haven't gone the last couple of years. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just not worth it for me, especially since the bulk of the workshops are geared toward unpublished or newly published authors. And I mostly find myself going for social reasons, you know, just because I want to see everybody and I'm so Mm -hmm. excited. I want to see them win their readers and be in the dresses and, you know, and I just, I can't justify making my husband take a week off work to stay home with the kids so I can drop two grand to say hi to my friends you know yeah. um of course now after taking a few years off i really miss everyone and i want to go to nashville next year really i know bad. i know well it's <laughs> so not I'm hoping too far i'm you, starting so. to save for nashville right now so that i can get that uh get that taken care of right. um as far as drawbacks other than financial i mean really i don't know i mean mm-hmm. if you're introverted as a lot of writers are i mean the incredible throngs of people around you all the time can send you 
you know, into an apoplectic fit, which is never good. You know? <laughs> but since I'm extroverted and I love that week of being with people after a year of relative isolation working at home, that's not, you know, it's not really a drawback for me. I mean, but for those of you who are, are, are introverted, you know, don't worry. Most other writers are too. And yes. if you disappear for a while to get some alone time in your room, no one is going to judge you. Trust that's, me. That's right. <laughs> Even the extroverted among us will understand. Yes. So. Well, and as I tell people, National is like, uh, you know, it's like 2,000 introverts pretending to be extroverts right. for like four days. <laughs> Which and is then why the all, bar is so yeah, much fun. Go to, go to the bar. <laughs> And then we all come home and the loops are silent for like a week. Everybody is like in a coma. And then the week after national, everybody's on the loops, like talking about what happens. Yeah, so. (laughs) All right. Now for the do's and don'ts of conferences. Now, (laughs) I just have to laugh because I've I've been to so many. I've seen so much. So this is actually my favorite part of the podcast. So go ahead, Lonnie. You start. (laughs) This is going to be fun. All right. I'll start. Okay. Do make new friends. Absolutely. The people you meet at conferences will be the friends you go through your career with. The mm-hmm. only people in the world who truly understand what it is to be a writer are other writers. Mm-hmm. And those are friendships that will save you as you go through the process of writing and selling your work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so be sure to get out there. And if that means you have to have a drink at the bar, then have a drink at the bar. I'm assuming yeah. our listeners are okay with that. <laughs> It's going to be a big push to be like, go drink at the bar. Um, Don't eat the luncheon chicken. Okay, look. (laughs) I have been to a number of these conferences in a different town every time at different hotel chains. Mm -hmm. And all I have to say is that every time I went to a luncheon and I ate the chicken, (laughs) it did not turn out well. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to give you details. I will just say that it happened and it wasn't just me. So eat the salad. Eat the bread, enjoy the dessert, mm-hmm. but do not touch the chicken or the veggies on the plate with the chicken. Just don't, <laughs> don't do anything with the chicken. Eat a lot of bread. That's all I'm saying. You I'm know not what I like about the lunches is, is they put yes. the desserts on the table. It's there when you get there. Right? I know. I eat what the dessert first. That we I have mean, what, no what id. Are they thinking? We're writers. We are all id. There's nothing but id. We're all like, I want the cheesecake, but I gotta eat the salad. I mean, it's just it's so, and you can see yeah. everybody struggling with that. You know, oh, go yeah. for the cheesecake. Just go yeah. for it. Screw it. Eat the cheesecake first. Mm-hmm. Have your salad. Have your bread. Listen to the luncheon speaker, who will be genius every time. Mm-hmm. I've gone to a luncheon. Yes. The speaker has always been fabulous, so I'm very excited about that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just just don't eat the chicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just don't do it. Sometimes I All ask right. for just for the vegetarian. I'm like, just give me the vegetarian. Even though or, I'm oh, not yeah, if they a, have vegetarian, a vegetarian. meal. Oh, yeah. yeah. If they have a vegetarian option, get that. Yeah. Get that. Absolutely. So, all right. So what about you? What's okay. Your, what are your do's and don'ts? My first do is wear something appropriate. Mm-hmm. Casual business t- attire is recommended. Bring comfortable shoes, bring slacks oh God, and shoes. skirts, mm-hmm. and dr- and more dressy clothes for the evening events. Mm-hmm. Um, the Golden Heart Rita ceremony is black tie, so gowns are in order uh, right. for you guys. Or a nice that would be dress. a tux. I mean, if I'm not nominated, <laughs> I don't go like gowns. You know, I just. Yeah. Oh, sorry, those are the dogs. Uh oh. Okay. Yeah, the dogs are just running around. Go ahead. Uh, you might even want to make a spreadsheet of your events and what you plan to wear. I know Lonnie does this all the time. All right. <laughs> I've never made a spreadsheet in my life. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you got to be professional. 
Be professional. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just mm-hmm. that's all we're saying. All right. Right. Don't bring your baby and breastfeed her at the workshops. <laughs> just don't. I know this. I have seen this. <laughs> Editors and agents also have remarkable memories, and that they will remember. Well, you know, you don't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't forget that. No. All right. Do attend the workshops, especially if you're new to writing and conferences. The mm-hmm. value in these workshops are really inestimable. You will learn so much that your brain may rightly explode, <laughs> but that's okay. It'll be worth it. Bring a notebook or your laptop and just take copious notes. Yes. Don't assume that just because someone's published or more successful than you that their word is gold. Think for yourself. And if you're not sure about something someone says, and don't sweat it. You know, what you're looking for in the workshops is not like the absolute rule because you'll find that one workshop you go to will tell you one thing and the other workshop will tell you the exact opposite. <laughs> but what you're looking for is that moment of, yeah, absolutely, right on. That's exactly it. And you just know it. You're looking for that aha moment. Anything that doesn't strike you as completely brilliant, I mean, keep your notes on it, but don't live by it just because author X said so, you know? Mm-hmm. It may not be the right advice for you. Your mileage may vary. Sam? Yep. Uh, Do take some time away from the conference to check out the town. Go to a museum, see a show, check out the aquarium and other sites. Um, It's it's nice to take a break from the nonstop action, even if it's it's that you go outside and you hang outside in, in the nice you know, atrium where the hotel is just, and you're going to be in DC. I mean, somebody yeah. has to get a picture with Barack Obama. I mean, Oh my God. <laughs> well, it won't be me. Barack Obama. Oh my because God. I, I'd have no time to go sightseeing. I know. <laughs> I never go sightseeing every town. I mean, I and do. I have to say, in I support of this, I never do. And I wish I would, because I always go and I spend the whole time in the hotel and the hotels. Are, I mean, if I'm going to spend all that time in a hotel, I might as well be in my town at the Marriott. Like, I know. It you know, I know. You there, could be anywhere. You absolutely yeah. go. I never go anywhere. And I really wish that I would. Yeah. Next year in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Graceland. Oh, totally yeah. going to oh Graceland. we are totally going to Graceland. Oh, my God. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> we have to go to Memphis. But still. <laughs> Close now enough. I got Paul Simon in my head. Graceland. Graceland oh, I love Memphis, that song. Tennessee. I'm going to Graceland. All, All right. right. Don't attend every single workshop. Trust me, Chicago 2001 almost (laughs) killed me. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Right, absolutely. Pace yourself. Be selective about your workshops. Be sure to go, but be selective. Mm -hmm. All right, so do, (laughs) this is a good one, (laughs) hang out at the bar. Oh, yeah. (laughs) How did you know I'd give that advice? (laughs) Uh, You'll meet loads of great people there and maybe even rub shoulders with your favorite authors, agents, and editors. Yeah. You know, it's all good. It's all good at the bar. Mm -hmm. Don't drink too much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cannot emphasize this too much. Uh, before you go to conference, go to smartbitchestrashybooks.com and hit the archives for all the post-conference discussions <laughs> from years past. They almost always center around the idiot who drank too much at the bar and embarrassed everyone (laughs) right use those as a cautionary tale i mean no one wants to be that idiot oh yeah pick a limit mine is usually like two drinks Mm -hmm. you know and then start drinking water with lime in it trust me you'll be glad you did and so will your wallet yes yes all right my do is hang out at the bar everyone does (laughs) (laughs) that's where all the action happens 
What and, a surprise. We yeah. would both give that advice. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, do be patient because um, it never fails to amaze me how your typical hotel bar underestimates the ability for oh, your no average kidding. romance drink uh, re- uh, writer to drink. They have no idea how much we're going to drink. No I know. idea. They're always <laughs> understaffed. It's always crowded. You're always having to move mm-hmm. chairs around to fit everybody right. in. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Don't drink too much. Don't wear lampshades or try to pick up an editor at the bar. (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh, I usually, like Lottie has her two drinks. I usually have one drink and then like a Diet Pepsi and then another drink and then a Diet Pepsi. Right, or you stagger them. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. I try. Definitely drink water, though. I mean, you know, have an ice water with lemon in it or something Mm -hmm. like that. And then you could just drink those. It looks like a gin and tonic with lime or whatever. Yes, yes. But, um, but but it definitely it it'll stretch out through the night. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And it's a long night. You know, I don't yes. ever get in before midnight. So it's just the way it goes. And uh, just remember, we're writers. So you do something funny at the bar, we live for that stuff. Right. All right. <laughs> All right. Do mm-hmm. prepare an elevator pitch. By the way, that's my kid coming in yelling at me to send her out okay anyway do prepare an elevator pitch Mm -hmm. this is something quick you can tell someone when they ask you what you're working on i mean this is not necessarily for selling your work if you come off as desperate that's what people are going to remember but for me it's just that one of those what's your major questions that everyone asks you at conference and i'm horrible about talking mm-hmm. about my books some people can talk about their books really well but i honestly need to prepare a statement you know yes. i have to get it prepared ahead of time because i'm terrible i always talk about the wrong thing i blather on about motivations and themes when really all they want to hear is what it's about in 10 seconds or less by having a quick blurb ready you know i'm writing romantic comedy fantasy about a waffle waitress who discovers she's got magical powers then you avoid those awkward moments where you realize you've barely finished talking about act one and the person that you're talking to looks like they gladly <laughs> stick a fork in their if it would just get them out of the conversation you know so uh prepare just something and it's not just for you know pitching to agents and editors in the elevator it's just everybody's Mm going to ask you what you're working on have a 10 second thing you know that you're ready to do right um don't try to sell your book Mm -hmm. you know Conference is about making connections, you socialize, you're networking, you're having fun. Mm-hmm. With the exception of scheduled pitches, which is, you know, different. Right. Kill the hard sell routine. Have your 10-second blurb and then start talking about gardening or knitting or hot cover models, whatever. If people like you, if people like you, hi, sorry, I'm reading my <laughs> script and I got it wrong. If people like you, which they will because you're yes. with her, uh-huh. and are comfortable around you, they'll remember you fondly. If you make them comfortable, you know, uncomfortable while you're pushing your book, they're going to remember that they don't want to ever be stuck <laughs> in an elevator with you ever again. Um, oh, also, uh, no shoving manuscripts at agents and editors under bathroom stalls. And tell all your friends. Because I always thought that this was a mythical conference cliche, but my agent and my editors, all of them, have at oh least one story in which this has actually happened. Yeah. Don't do it. And don't let anyone else do it either. As I tell my kids, bathroom time is private time. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, do be polite and professional to everyone. And I Absolutely. mean everyone. Mm-hmm. You never know who you might be talking to. Just like your parents said, say mm-hmm. please and thank you. 
Yes, and that includes people who you know you're talking to. Mm -hmm. Waiters, waitresses, everybody, you know, the maid people, like the cleanup crew. Everybody at that hotel is working their ass off to make this a nice experience for you. That's right. Be nice and polite and professional to absolutely everyone. Exactly. And my final don't is, don't forget your fire pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) You know the nice pajamas you have, but you never wear? Wear them now. I'm just saying, you never know. (laughs) Right. In case the hotel burns down, the one person who's wearing really nice pajamas, you can just go up to her and say, hi, Sam. Nice to meet you. All right. Well, I think that about covers us for do's and don'ts of conference going. Head on over to the forums at willwriteforwine.com slash forum forum for uh, more discussion of this topic. And feel free to ask any questions if you have them. Mm-hmm. All right. That wraps up a rock and sea block. We've earned a refill. I'm empty. I don't know about you, Lonnie. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm totally empty. So you all just hang in there and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Sam, and I'm back again with another PSA, because Lonnie asked me to do the first PSA, and then she did her PSA, and said that we were lecturing you too much and not drinking, and then I felt bad, and now I feel like I should do a PSA to tell you it's okay to drink, and the things that you can do while you are drinking. So I came up with a list. It's not a very long list, but I'm sure uh, it'll be helpful to you in the future. Uh, The first thing you can do is eat food while you drink. Uh, Little known fact, calories do not count if you're eating food with wine. Uh, The next thing you can do is uh, sing. Uh, It won't sound good to anybody else, but it'll sound good to you. Uh, You can dance. Just uh, watch out for the ceiling fan. We're not liable for that. And watch out for with your wine glass. Uh, you can take off your pants as long as they're consenting adults around. You can mess with your dog or your cat uh, as long as you don't hurt them. Uh, however, putting bunny ears on them is perfectly acceptable. Uh, and finally, you can do a podcast. I have heard that this has been done before. That's it. Go for it. Thanks for coming back. I'm Samantha Graves. And I'm Lonnie Diane Rich. And this is Will Write for Wine. It Yay! does feel good saying that again. It feels good. I missed it. I know. I know. Yep. And we have nothing to give away. <laughs> this is it. Just our voices. Just for you. But never yes. fear. We are bringing a new segment uh, to the show so you can go out and get your gift. Your own gift. <laughs> Our segment is our latest addictions. Right. This is where we tell you about our latest addictions so we can addict you. <laughs> yes. Let's remember Bubble Shooter, bubble everybody. Shooter. <laughs> <laughs> we are nothing if not an equal opportunity podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and when I started thinking about my current addictions, I realized that I have way too many to choose from. <laughs> but I finally settled on junk Yay. off of eBay. <laughs> Yes, I am addicted to eBay. This usually goes in spurts. I'll buy Uh stuff for a couple of weeks and then drop off the site for a few months. Mm -hmm. But now I have a new fetish, Mm -hmm. vintage jewelry. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm wearing (laughs) dead people's jewelry. Oh, God. (laughs) Which sounds grosser than it is. And it's not like I'm the one who killed them. But... (laughs) 
<laughs> right, not unless they're in one of your books, in which case they're dead freaking meat. Oh my god. I have some very, very cool vintage stuff mm-hmm. to wear with my new dress at National. Yay, somebody take pictures. Uh, Whippers, yes, take pictures whenever yes. you see her so I can see it. Aww. Yep. So there you go. <laughs> Creepy yet useful. <laughs> you know, and, and let me just say, it's not dead people's jewelry, okay? It's estate jewelry or vintage. Yeah, they're My not calling ring? it dead people's jewelry on eBay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's bad marketing. My wedding ring is a 1942 Platinum Art Deco Tiffany's Diamond Ring that... Ooh. Uh, now I'm thinking of this dead people's jewelry. I can't stop. That's a lot. Ugh. All right, well, anyway, on to mm-hmm. my addiction, which is way less creepy, although mm-hmm. still a little nerdy. It's uh. Uh, <laughs> World of Warcraft. Huh. <laughs> I started playing this about a year ago. It was my anniversary gift, actually, for Fish, because he mm-hmm. plays all the time and really wanted me to play with him and kind of be a part of it, you know? So I told him I'd do the 10-day free trial or whatever, and that would be it. You know, that mm-hmm. was my anniversary gift, was that would be it. Okay, yeah. more than a year later... I'm still playing. It's very, very sad. I play um, Aunt Caroline from The Uh Ref. Any of you who have seen The Ref, you know Aunt Caroline. Um, Mm -hmm. On the Eloon server and Kamani on Earthen Ring. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's very sad. If any of you whiffers play, though, let me know. Maybe we'll start up a discussion about it in the forums, if for nothing more than to make Sam (laughs) shake her head and sigh. (laughs) Can you kill people in it? Oh my god, you kill everything in it. Oh, I, well, I might really like World of Warcraft. <laughs> you actually, the fact that I play and you don't, I think I think it would be more the other way around. I think that you would really enjoy it. But anyway, up next, we have the, you ready? Weekly weigh-in, which actually now is like a six-month weigh-in. I it's know. Really, we, it's if we were on sad. Weight Watchers, they'd be like, no way, you've been kicked out already. <laughs> Once every seven months, kiss my ass. That's what That's they would right. say. That's right. So how'd you do these last couple of months? Well, I'll tell you, it's been, you know, a crazy couple of months for me. I mean, I've mm-hmm. written endless reams of scenes for this book, <laughs> then threw everything out and started over. And then I threw everything out and started over again. I mean, this book has been in process for like, I mean, I had like, wish you were here. I thought about it for nine months and then I wrote it in 28 days. I mean, yeah. come on. You know, yeah. this one, I've been working on it for like two years and I've been <laughs> suffering how I suffer from my art. But anyway, you know, I've written an entire book of which I'll use about 50% in the new incarnation. So at least that some of it can be useful in the new incarnation, I think is very exciting yeah. for me. Um, but anyway, I sold three books, so I'm happy about that. You know, mm-hmm. some periods are slower than others, but it's all progress. So good. there you go. Good. Awesome. <laughs> Well, I've been writing the first Shapeshifter book, right? Uh, mm-hmm. which I love. Yes. So it's just about done. I sent uh-huh. the first couple hundred pages to my beta readers today. Right. Mm-hmm. So I yay. I know. I got it. I'm so I know. So I'll be getting some feedback on that, which is mm-hmm. always good. And I still have to revise the last hundred pages and then write right. another 40 and then I'll be good. So. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I'm very excited. I'm so excited to have another book by you. But I, mean, I know, you, you too. Time and you've got two teenage kids. I mean, my oh, God. I know. I don't know how you do it. All I right. Well, now it. Mm-hmm. it is time for oh, our co-host challenge. Are you ready? You I got to find my word? word. I got to find my word. Okay. Hold you on. Find your word yet? <laughs> okay. I got to go first. 
Wait a minute, that's usually me. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, you're going first. This week it's killer word, so go uh -huh. ahead. All right, all right. Elathromania. Oh, good God. <laughs> Elathromania. Okay, let me just start by saying. You sent yes. me an email. I sent you an email that said, don't forget killer words. You sent me an email back. You said, I already got mine. You're going to kill me. So I wasn't going to do something really hard. And then after I got the email, I'm like, well, screw that. I went out there and found the hardest word I can find. So go for it. All right. Alathromania. It was an E-L-A-T-H-R-O-M-A-N-I-A. -A -A. Uh, no. Okay. No. Not okay. even Alathromania. <laughs> it is... The hysterical uh, state of mind that is um, brought up when by doing a podcast after seven much? months. <laughs> when you haven't done the podcast for seven months, exactly. What is a lathromania? It's mania about something. I mean, I know that's yeah. a crazy state of mind about yeah. what? It is a noun, a mania, or frantic zeal for freedom. <gasps> Isn't that awesome? Cool. That is I awesome. love it. How do you spell I it, though? I, I know I got the spelling uh, all messed up. E-L-E-U-T-H-E-R-O-M-A-I-O-M-A-N-I-A. -E -E oh, so, yeah. Jesus. I didn't know where I was going to get that. <laughs> God, woman, what are you thinking? All right, you ready for mine? I am. Okay. Okay. Anagnorisis. Oh, my God. Anagnorisis. And nag, nor anagnorisis. Isis. All right. A and it's spelled just like it sounds. So. All right. Mm -hmm. A n a g n o r i s i s. Excellent. Did I miss an S? Really? No, Did I you get it? got it. You All right. Totally got it. Okay, now define it. <laughs> anagnorisis. It is a. It's. Uh, a naggy wife named Isis? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that is an incredibly creative definition. I like it. All right. Um, actually, what it is, is this is like, you know, this is classic Greek, you know, um, oh, yeah. drama. Anyway, it sounds like it. Yeah. It is. The point in the plot, especially of a tragedy, at mm -hmm. which the protagonist recognizes his or her or some other character's true identity or discovers the true nature of his or her own situation. It's like Ooh. that moment when you realize you are well and truly f***ed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all right. I'll bleep that out later. But <laughs> It is. It's that moment when you look at, I mean, and everybody knows that. It's like uh -huh. right before the denouement, usually. Is oh, when yeah. You realize that it is just completely you are a mess. In when big you realize trouble. What, you, what everything's all about, and you're like, oh my God, that's, that's an exercise. I love it. It's very, very cool. I love and it. Actually, I found this um, when, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the TED Talks. TED, T-E-D, it's uh, technology, entertainment, and something. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember. Um, and I may not be right about the entertainment. No, it's technology. But anyway, um, <laughs> they have these TED Talks, and it's a great podcast. If you go on iTunes, you can find it. Just type in mm -hmm. TED Talks. And um, the guy who does Dirty Jobs had a speech for oh, TED. Oh, love him. And, yeah. Um, do you, yeah, I know. Was, I can't remember his name, but he's fabulous. Mm -hmm. And he went on, and he did this whole speech about the moment, you know, when he and I don't want to tell you exactly what the details were. You can watch 
watch it and you can find it. It's just bloody and gross. Mike but Rowe. When he was in the middle of one of these really dirty jobs and he just suddenly had this realization of who he was and what it was that he did for a living. <laughs> Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. That's oh, there the you guy. Go. Yes, he's fabulous. He's yeah. fabulous. Yeah. He is. And, you know, and he's one of those guys, you see him doing this show, you know, dirty jobs and you think he's not. He's a very intelligent man. Mm-hmm. Very smart guy. And he has a real, you know, he had this whole speech and it was really enlightening. I really liked him. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, that's where I got that, <laughs> that word from. From the TED Talk. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Well, there you go. That's another humiliating D block for your intrepid host. And we're going to go drink our sorrows away. We'll be right back. And the dog will go and uh, take us into the D break. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love a dog. All right. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Hey, y'all. This is Lonnie with another PSA for you. See, Sam started it with her PSA about drinking responsibly. Then I followed up with my PSA feeling bad because we might have made you think that you know, we think you have a drinking problem, which you totally don't. Did I mention that you're very pretty slash handsome? Anyway, then Sam followed it up with her PSA where she felt bad because I had kind of hinted that we might have been a little sanctimonious over the years. Not intentionally sanctimonious, it was just that we felt we were setting a bad example with all the drinking and we felt kind of bad about that. Then I realized that feeling bad about this stuff is completely stupid. And it's totally a girl thing. I mean, when was the last time you heard a man say, I felt bad because I thought that maybe you thought that I thought you were a lousy drunk? Never. You know why? Because men in this area are smarter than women. They know that if you have drinking problem, that's your problem. And it's really none of his damn business. It's women that do this constant, I feel bad thing, which is really counterproductive. So this message goes out to all the female whiffers, including Sam and myself. Stop feeling bad. Oh, wait. That wasn't sexist, was it? Oh, crap. Now I feel bad. Well, it's time for last call here on Will Write for Wine. We hope you had as much fun as we did. I doubt it, but I hope you did. (laughs) I've missed this. I know. Me too. Especially when I can curse and you go like, uh... (laughs) I'll bleep it out, I promise. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Oh, maybe we'll start up the podcast again. Like, I need something fun right. to do. <laughs> I know. I know. It's not that the podcast isn't fun, but there mm-hmm. are just only so many hours in the day. Yes. And we still have to write books and feed the family and, you know, right. all those minor things. So And drink wine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, until next time, this is Lonnie. And this is Sam saying, if you can't write for money... Then write for wine. Yeah. Bye. It's so much fun to say that. I've missed this. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for another episode of Will Write for Wine. We appreciate you still hanging around, even though we're only doing about, I don't know, like two of these a year now. But that shows tremendous dedication and loyalty on your part. You should feel really good about that. Even though we're not doing the podcast very often right now, Sam and I do encourage you to visit the forums at willwriteforwine.com forward slash forum. We're there a lot, and when we're not, there are tons of great people hanging out ready to encourage you in your writing and your drinking. So check it out. 
Also, be sure to visit SamanthaGraves.com, CJBerry.com, and LonnieDianeRich.com to get information on all of our books. Between us, there are like 17 of them. That'll keep you busy until we podcast again. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the forums. I like to get a cup of coffee, like the kind of cup of coffee that you get with the donuts. If I never get the donut, I just have a cup of coffee. And when I get to work, I like to have a cup of coffee, because I like to have a coffee when I'm talking on the phone.